the story. Behind the story. This is Billy Hallowell on the Faithwire Podcast Network. It's Billy Hallowell here, and I'm excited to have my friend, author Jeff Kinley, on the line. How are you doing today? Doing great, Billy. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um, you've got, and I always love your books, and obviously, I mean, as you know, I've, I've harassed you repeatedly to be a source for me for stories <laughs> and also for my book on the end times, because I think you are one of the most interesting people to talk to on the end times. I think you're, you know, you just, your command over theology, it's very relatable. You sort of help people navigate the issue of the end times in a way that is understandable and, you know, doesn't seem over the top. And I think, you know, the reason I bring that up is I think a lot of people, and I think we'll lead here before we talk about your your new book, The End of America, because I think there's so many elements here in getting people to pay attention to this issue of the end times that are fascinating. And I wanted to ask what you think, and you might disagree, but my perspective has been that people get really weirded out sometimes, or they just avoid, maybe they're not weirded out, but they're avoiding the topic of Bible prophecy in the end times. I wanted to ask, why do you think that is? That's a great question, and I think it's a relevant question as well, Billy, because I think most people sort of view revelation and prophecy, you know, sort of in the sci-fi category of theology. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where you can talk about, we can make a movie about it, but hey, is it really real? And then the other thing, too, is that there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of white noise out there concerning uh, prophecy in the end times, a lot of sensationalism, a lot of speculation that's going on. And so when you start talking to the average Christian or the average person about uh, about this whole eschatology and end times thing, I think they think it's kind of above their pay grade. You know, it's something that they shouldn't touch. It's like that room in your grandmother's home you shouldn't go into, you know, because she's got it sealed off. But the way I see it is, is that, you know, Revelation is in the Bible just as much as Psalms and Proverbs and Colossians. And so it was there for us to know and to read and to understand. In fact, God promises a blessing to those who read the book of Revelation. So I think it's one of those things that sort of has been hidden, uh, but needs to be brought to light, especially in light of the times in which we live. Yeah, you know, I hear millennials especially um, talk about this as a generation, just interacting with people who, you know, I'm 33, but people who are a little younger even. Um, and, and you know, you to bring up the topic and it's like, well, I'm not going to worry about the end times. You know, I don't need to worry about that. I'll just love Jesus and let, you know, whatever happens happen. And I, w- I was just curious, like, how do you respond to somebody who might say that, that they're just sort of avoiding it because, you know, who cares? I don't need to worry about this. Yeah, I think it's really just a reflection of the times in which we live, is that people are really concerned about themselves and about enjoying life and having a good time and that type of thing. And and yet, like many other times uh, throughout really world history, uh, but biblical history, I mean, there is a time where uh, you really can't deny the fact of what's going on in the world. And there's going to be, I think, for that people with those attitudes, a real wake-up call, uh, whether it be uh, something catastrophic that goes on in the world or in our country or something that happens within the church. But I think sooner or later they're going to have to kind of um, do some adulting on their uh, their <laughs> spirituality and, and kind of get to the point where they're having to face some of the hard truths of, of life and of Scripture. Yeah, because it just it seems to me like anything that's in the Bible is something that we should be talking about. We don't have to obsess over it right. and, and date set. We shouldn't be doing that. But I think you know, yeah. talking about the topic. So anyway, let's let's move on now and get into the book because the I love the title, The End of America, with a question mark. You know, it's sort of like, 
what what's going on here? Is the country coming to a close? Is something wrong? And I think you know this particular book just really catches my attention. I love the cover. I love the content. Um, let's let's just start here. In your opinion, is America going downhill? And if so, why? Yeah. Well, I believe that our country is in crisis right now. I believe we're at a critical state of decline. And I outline in the book a couple of ways that I see that happening. I think one of them, one of the key ways is is in the declining spirituality that we see all across the board. I mean, you could cite study after study. I mean, Barna you know, did this study where 25% of unchurched adults now are identifying as atheists or agnostic. And uh, less than half of Americans now attend church. Uh, we have more... Um, more religious diversity, but at the same time, uh, more people who are identifying as just being non-spiritual or, or non-religious as well. And and what's really shocking too is in, in a recent poll, Billy, among uh, folks that were, that were actually our churchgoers, they were interviewed about what really helps you grow in their faith. Church didn't even make the top ten, and so people are really they're dropping out of church, and church attendance is declining, and many denominations are, are really dying. And so I think we're just we're thinking less of God. We're becoming much more secularistic in our approach to things and more religiously unaffiliated as ever before. So I think there's a declining spirituality. But the second way I think that we see it is really with our decaying morality, um, with j- just the the increase of the the gay rights movement and the nationwide acceptance of you know, transgenderism and, and the Supreme Court's decision on gay marriage and that type of thing. We're seeing things that the Bible talks about as being immoral. We're seeing those things be more accepted uh, nationwide and not just accepted, but uh, celebrated. And, uh, and those who don't accept them are vilified uh, in the media. And so you've got, I, I think, a declining uh, and a decaying morality. And, and also just finally, just the deterioration of the family. I mean, 49% of children now are born outside of marriage in our country. And so we're seeing less and less folks stay together and more and more people just kind of casting aside the, not just the traditional, but the Judeo-Christian model of what family is. And so for that reason, I see America really just decaying from within as opposed to some external threat uh, trying to end our country. Do you, what is the role, you know, what do you think the role is of Christians? Because I think the other thing with the end times, you'll hear a lot of critics say, well, you know, it's an excuse for Christians not to have involvement and to just sort of remove themselves and say, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And, you know, just, you know, not have that sort of presence. You know, what would you say the role of Christians is in the era that we're in right now, considering some of the things that you just outlined? Yes, that's a great question. I think the role of Christians is to penetrate society. I mean, of all times in our history as a nation, this is not the time for us to pull back and get behind the you know the, the walls of the church castle and just lob gospel grenades over the wall at people in <laughs> condemnation. I really think it's a time for us to to really engage the culture, and uh, that's why we need people who who are modeling, I think, godliness and, and biblical values in every segment of society. And obviously, some are harder to break into than others, but, uh, but, but I know people that are in various, and you do too, in various forms of entertainment and, and government and science and, and the arts and education and all those areas. I think it's time for us to go into those areas and to really model uh, that, that irresistible lifestyle 
that uh, that Christ talks about of us being a light and salt in the world. So if we pull back all the light, then what's left is darkness, and it's not fair to curse the darkness when you're the light, and you should be there. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely, and I think that's the you know, and you know, I've talked a lot about this too. This this failure to sort of engage in the retreat and all of those things mm-hmm. that we've sort of been guilty of for a lot of different reasons in the areas of influence are really problematic when it comes to actually making an impact and making sure people hear right. the gospel, especially in an era where the gospel is not. And, it, and we know the gospel is powerful; it'll make its way to where it's going to make its way. But it, but God also works through us, and not having that yes. presence, I think, is a dangerous thing. But yeah, yeah, one other thing, just as we're talking through some of this, when it comes to America, just to circle back that to that a little bit, you know, you cover some of this in the book, but, you know, is America in Bible prophecy? I think that's the question. And people will, will make proclamations about all these things, but in your view, how would you tackle that question? Well, I think there's several ways to sort of approach that, that question, and it's a very relevant question that we ask because— there are theologians who believe that America is mentioned in Scripture, obviously not by the name of of America, but I outline in the book, The End of America, six views of popular theologians who believe that America is identified in Scripture, specifically as it relates to the end times. And I talk about the evaluation of each of those views. But I think here are two things that we can say for sure, because there's a lot that's unknown. Two things we can say for sure is that in in what I believe to be the last days, uh, which is the, the last really last sixty years, seventy years of of our country, when Israel became a nation, uh, that really kind of jump started a lot of prophetic things uh, in the world, and we were a part of that as Americans, so as as, the, as a country rather, and we sort of acted sort of like a midwife in helping Israel uh, be born, and we have supported Israel through that. In fact, been Israel's greatest ally from that time until now. So in that sense, we've had really uh, a role in the end times. I think secondly, Billy, it's just the fact that America, like no other nation on planet Earth, has really pioneered the modern world expansion of the gospel. Uh, We've gone worldwide with the gospel, not just through sending missionaries, but through broadcast and and literature and every other way, and funding uh, missionaries and mission efforts. And so as we are living in these last days, I think America has had that role. The question then becomes, what will happen to America? And what will America look like when we actually reach the, the days of revelation? So I cover some possible scenarios in the book as to how America might reach that day and exactly what our country will look like during that time. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. And I think I'm going to ask you the question. I know I've asked you before, but I want to ask it here since we're talking about it. You know, how far are we from, from the end times? Are we in the end times? Are we a week away? Are we 2,500 years away? What is your take um, on, on that loaded question? <laughs> well, it is a loaded question, and, and obviously no one knows exactly where we are. But it's kind of like this. I'm going to explain it this way. It's kind of like when you're in the grocery store and you hear Christmas music playing, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet, uh, you know that something's going on. Uh, it may not it may not be Christmas yet. Uh, it may be Christmas Eve, and you don't know it. But you know, when you hear Christmas music playing, you know that Christmas is coming. I think what we're hearing is the music of Bible prophecy playing across the world. And there's so many specific things that are being put into place. They're not there yet, but they're on the road to being put into place uh, in terms of Israel and globalism, so many other uh, factors which I outline in the book that tell us that we're in we're in a season. That where Bible prophecy very well could 
be fulfilled as it, it is described in the book of Revelation. So how close are we? I don't know. How much grace will God give us? I don't know. But I just know this, is that when you hear the music playing, you're probably getting pretty close. I like that. Anal- that's a really good analogy. I like that a lot. Um, well, let me let me just close with this you know, question for you. And I could, I could ask you a million questions here. But um, you know, what are you hoping that people take away from the end of America when they finish reading the book? That's a great question. I think a couple of things, Billy. I think one would just be to educate people on really where we are. What is God's relationship with Gentile nations? What's his agreement with them? Uh, you know, we know what he says about Israel, but what does he say about all the other nations of the world? I outlined that in the book. Uh, what's going on in America right now? Uh, are we under God's wrath? Are we about to be under God's wrath? What does the Bible actually say about those kinds of nations? And so as you work through the book, you know, obviously there's some hard truths in here that we have to face. But at the same time, I end the book on a great uh, note of hope because there's a real call to American Christians uh, because this is our country. And I love my country. My firstborn son graduated from West Point. He's a captain in the Army. I I love my country. But at the same time, I have to realize that my greatest allegiance is to heaven. My citizenship is in heaven. And so while I'm down here on the earth, I have to do everything I can to make the gospel go as far as it can through my life. And every Christian Christian's responsibility is to do that. And so I think as they take away from the book, they'll get really a perspective on where we are and really a challenge to reorder their priorities to know, how do I reach my world? How do I take the gospel and the light of Jesus to the world? And so someone says, hey, you know, can America be turned around? Can America be saved? And my answer to that is, I'm not sure that America as the country will or will not be saved in the end, but I do know that Americans can be saved. And so that's not really our call, is to rise up and to make this our finest hour as believers Uh, because we may well indeed be in those last hours. This has been great, Jeff. We're going to make sure we link out to the end of America and encourage everybody to grab a copy of it. Really appreciate talking to you as always. Billy, pleasure. Appreciate it. Faithwire.com